So I was looking through some old pictures the other day because I'm making the thumbnails for these videos. Mm-hmm. I'm just based off of the topic. I'm trying to think of a picture that would kind of fit yeah, that way. Fitting. So, so a lot of times I've here lately, the last couple of weeks, I've been going through old pictures, like just stuff that I've <laughs> completely forgotten about. So um, I ran across this picture that cracked me up. I wish I'd have brought it so you could see it because I'm sure you've forgotten all about it. But uh, you remember that one time me and you went hunting? It was just me and you. We were just going out in the marsh, and we were taking. We were in a canoe or a kayak or something. And yeah, um, so when you killed your black duck, I think, or your model duck, I don't remember if it was that day or not. Anyways, but um, it wasn't that cold that day, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, I don't remember. If you forgot your jacket or you thought you grabbed your jacket and you grabbed something else. But I remember us getting out there and you have on a gray t-shirt. and Oh, and I had pants. <laughs> I had a pair and of pants draped and over me. for some me. reason, all you had was a pair of camouflage pants. And you got them tied. Dra- draped over me like I'm going golfing. <laughs> like yeah. you're going to play tennis. <laughs> And I saw I that. I saw that picture, and I laughed. I bet. I think I, what it was is I grabbed. I I thought I grabbed a camo jacket, and I grabbed an extra pair of camo <laughs> pants, and threw them in the bucket or in the bag. And then I was like, "Well, crap!" So I just draped the legs over my shoulders and was like trying to get a little bit of camo on top <laughs> like the, of me and the, hide me. The butt of the pants are just off flapping the back. off the back. Looked yeah. like you had a sweatshirt tied around your that neck. That was bougie hunting. All right, I was ten, I was a tennis player. I had my my wings on. I was ready to go. Gold wings on, ready to go. You you let the right waterfowl company catch it, catch a peek at that. So, My patent. When I'm high in some sick or somebody, they'll be coming out with a sweatshirt <laughs> that's made to tie up there for the for your bougie people's. I mean, I'd rock it. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw that dude and I laughed so stinking hard, and I was like, I bet Nate don't even remember this. I'm proud that you even remember it, but yeah, it was a good time. About to get real. Golly, Jimmy. He went about to get out of here. Let him get nice and low. Those feathers, bro. Yeah, I'm ready, bitch. Oh, they're going to get a crazy pack with me. By golly, you're doing it. Put the smack down, baby. This just got dirty in a hurry. Yeah, if I could go back and, like, look through old... Like, I've got a hard drive over there somewhere. I need to plug that jewel in and go back and find, like ancient pictures that were saved off of a phone yeah remember back in the day you took your sd card or whatever out of your phone sim card out i never had one of those really Mm-mm. you've always been bougie and had iphones yep oh, okay well back in the day no i had the blackberry the blackberry and the little keyboard on it with the little little scroll wheel i could my my finger's too fat for that thing i, I remember trying to use somebody's I was like, how the crap do you type on this little bitty oh i remember when i've the button the made, size of that pinhead made the switch to the blackberry i thought i was somebody you never had the nokia Mm-mm. With the snake game, everybody had to do. Oh yeah, but yeah. it didn't have a memory card. Well, no, I don't know if it did or not. Some of them phones I have, I don't, I don't, know, I don't remember, I remember ever taking having like, one. I remember but. taking like micro SD cards out and saving them because when you look through my hard drive, it's like I just dumped the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So there's like stupid crap in there, like maps and what happened? Nothing. Oh, it's like little like the maps and everything else you're in there trying to remember. But if you if, if can ever navigate through the pictures, you can find some. Pretty hilarious I, stuff. Oh yeah, I'm, that you may or may not want to see again. But <laughs> yeah, I need to go through and do that. That'd be a fun little. Well, then what I actually did um, last night, the night before, 
I um, uh, so what led into this was, and I know we had been talking about doing this, but I go to open Photoshop or Premiere. I think it was Photoshop, and it wouldn't even let me open it. It said that my computer was full, that it couldn't store no, because I guess that like the your project it, yeah, files, like your temporary files or whatever. Like my computer's jammed full. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, God, you already filled that thing. Yeah. Um. So, and that's what's crazy is because I save everything on external hard drives. So, like my complete computer's completely full of just temporary files. I guess. Mm. About time to wipe that thing. But um, so I went through and I started cleaning up a lot of stuff, which sucks because I accidentally. I have like templates that I make these thumbnails with and I accidentally lost all those. So I had to start over for them, but at least I made some room, but yeah, I, I was going through a bunch of old video stuff and picture stuff and you forget about how much stuff you got on there. Oh yeah. There's a uh, several pictures I remember of having just up there at the little woody hole of mine of multiple people, um, some of them, I think, I'm pretty sure I've got a picture of one of my buddies when he, like, fell in the water. And I feel like looking back at it, I was kind of like, it's kind of a, a bad thing. That, like, he's falling in the water. He's taking on water. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> snap that. Um, feel kind of bad now looking at it. But I've got some pictures of some people that were not made to walk in waders. I've got some pictures of some people that got hung up in briars trying to get out of it. Because you remember that joint. It's, yeah. It's pretty thick. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I want to go. I need to. I need to plug that hard drive in. The day you said, uh, "Hey, let's go this way." It's a shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> shortcut is not a shortcut. But not at least a shortcut. I, we made a path down there now. Yeah, it's a little better. It's it's yeah, it's not bad now. There's some poop on the side of the trail, but we, it's we not tra- that bad. Well, yeah, that's because of you. <laughs> Pooping outdoors. Pooping outdoors. We need to remember. We said we we're going to start a. a puking outdoors <laughs> dude, that's noah's crew <laughs> oh my god dude how in the world like every one of them like <laughs> i was like y'all gonna make me throw up you don't stop <laughs> i mean i've got nervous for a hunt but daggone them guys just like and you know what you know what was the funniest thing is uh so i i get a kick out of calling different things different things and you know so some of the best terms for for puking that I've always used is like you know the yawning rainbow or selling Buicks. Talking selling to Buick, Ralph. Selling Buicks is like my favorite. Or talking to Ralph, whatever they kept talking about, yelling at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what you hollering for? Because <laughs> you just. Nah. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty good. I had never heard that one, but I'm gonna have to add that one to the list. Like <laughs> I. I, I I smell a lot of things and see a lot of things at work, but like getting to the blind, that's not the place to you think to hear. <laughs> get out the truck. All right, you know, let's get the decoys. What in the world's going on? <laughs> well, first of all, right off the bat, Noah is, I don't think he ever puked, but he was like gagging. I was like, you all right? And he was just like, I just got a real bad gag reflux or something. And I was just like, why is he just all of a sudden just <laughs> randomly? And then you swallow a skittle. Dustin, who yelled at the ground for real, um, he had a good reason to open up the trailer, and uh, somebody had forgot oh. there was a couple <laughs> geese in there. And uh, oh, yeah, Lord. he went and found him a tree. Some animal rights people are going to come but down. What's on. crazy is it wasn't even that bad though. Nah, like you could barely smell anything. It it was not what I expected it to be. 
And I smell a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> right. So I was just kind of like thinking, oh, there's about to be some funk. But I think between your job and my old job, maybe our nose hairs are just burnt. <laughs> <immune They're> just- <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm fine to this, man. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But that weren't why they were gagging or throwing up. I talking think to Ralph, talking to I think that's why Dustin was. I don't know. I, and then I was like, these are the most that whole crew though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And seeing it's bad, but like to not be looking at somebody and just hear that <laughs> like that just that just gets you. <laughs> like, oh I don't know. I've had a lot of little little boys puke on me to where it just <laughs> I feel like nothing phases me no more when it comes to nasty stuff. When it comes to poop and puke, whatever. <laughs> the only person I think that we've I've been on a hunt with that's puked. Well, I take that back. Well, Judd puked in New York, but he had a, a rightful reason. I mean, he did like a marathon. Yeah, you know, going six miles and back. Um, but then I did have back to the Woody Hole one day when it was cold. You know, once every five years when it's cold. I remember, I think it might have been the same picture. I got the guy that fell in the water. He took on water, and it was like ice water, and it was freezing that day. So we had to, like, get him back to the truck. Everybody, like, gave spare clothes. You know, I had a spare jacket in the truck, whatever. We pretty much stripped him down. He was turning, like, purple. Mm. was, like, puking. We had to throw the heat on in the truck, give him every hand warmer we got. We were just trying to warm this dude up, which now I have uh, one of them safety heat and blanket jobs or whatever I keep in the truck, but... It's just like he's puked and then Judd puked. But other than that, I don't know that I've ever like yeah, prepping for the hunt or like setting up just <laughs> that, that noise, man. Get you, you every time. Good version it's just, Mine's always talking to You Ralph. know, there's some people that all they'd have to do is hear it and it makes them sick. Yeah. And somebody's listening to this right now and they've already turned it off. They're like, nope, can't do it. Nope. nope. Remember the movie The Replacements? Yeah. I just think of like the huddle or just like <laughs> Shane, we got to move, man. We got to move. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's us prepping for the hunt. All right, this is what we're. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, dude. anybody that's it's got like, like a, a bad, like yeah. gag reflex or something. Yeah, we're messing somebody up bad. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's some throwing up kids right there. They... <laughs> but we had a good time. It was. Um, oh, it was fun. Another one of them for what we're talking about is we ended up making a last minute decision to go hunt with our buddies Noah and Dustin Lamb not related. Um, <laughs> Gotta throw that out there every time. <laughs> uh we uh me and Nate <laughs> the planets finally aligned to we where we're hunting together. To where me and him both had a Saturday off. We haven't been hunting together since September. <laughs> <laughs> and um Finally had a day lined up that we could actually go hunt together, and wouldn't you know, we really didn't have anything to hunt, and um, we were just going to go over to your swamp and hunt some wood ducks, and I just got to talking to Noah that Friday or Thursday, I think, Thursday night or something like that, and he's like, well, I might have something It's probably not going to be great, but I might have something, and I was just like... Geese, wood ducks, wood ducks. <laughs> I mean, it's. I was like, dude, you're not gonna have to twist my arm to yeah. talk me into it. Um, so we ended up kind of making that last minute call. Decided to go run up there and and hunt with them, which was great. Um, I mean, aside from having to get up at one o'clock in the morning and hit the road. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, but, you get a taste of mine though, because you had to come to me this time. Yeah. Usually it's like, hey, be at my house at two thirty, which means I got to get up at one. Yeah. Usually when 
when you're leaving your house, my alarm's just going yeah. off. <laughs> it was vice versa. It was nice. <laughs> but um, so we ended up going up there, and that was cool. It it was a super cool hunt because we finally kind of got that hunt that I'm always talking about that I want for geese is hunting S- geese on a small, small pond. Like we we get to hunt geese on the water around here, but I feel like every time we do, it's so a always pond, it's a like lake. it's yeah, it's like a big piece of water. Um, which always scares the crap out of me because, you know, it's easy for stuff to go wrong that mm-hmm. way. Um, so this was just a small little cattle pond. Um, and it was just, it, it was just, cool. it what? was just, it was like, that is the hunt that I wish that I could. There was another pond close by that kind of worried me. But, and that one did. Yeah. But for some reason they wanted that one. They wanted that one. How about that, uh, that horse? Bruh. Dude. I ain't never in my life. I forgot about the horse. I don't know how. He about tackled us. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, we're hunting this cattle pond, and there's some cows out there. Um, and then one horse, young horse, male horse, <laughs> um, and he was not happy that we were there. Well, like, most time I feel like I've been around a lot of horses, and, like, you know, they might be curious or whatever, but this dude was, like, ticked. And, mm-hmm. like, we're sitting there in the dark setting up, and all of a sudden here. <laughs> He's yeah. coming up behind us, like trying to get into the blind, get into people. Everybody's like, hide your gun in the blind because he's going to end up like chewing on it. <laughs> and then, like, they had to scare him off. Like, they're trying to like shoo him away. And then, by the time we got back in the blind, turn around, <sighs> he's just sitting right well, Yeah, I mean, us it was just like every time he'd get, he'd get too close and he'd, he'd start like, he was like trotting at us like he was about to charge, charge. us. And they'd kind of run him away and he'd just make a kind of big circle and he'd come back and do it again, do it again. Do it. There was a couple of times he got a little close where I was like, I'm almost, I like, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't want to be uh, kicked in the head by this thing. Yeah. And um, luckily we had uh, <coughs> had a gal out there who is a, a, a horse gal. So <laughs> she, she, she kind of knew how to handle them pretty good. And it was one of them you'd run them off, he'd come back, run them off, come back. But I'll tell you, the best after, thing that worked. <laughs> and the best thing that worked was after them shots went off. I didn't even see the horse again. <laughs> Find that horse. But, uh, yeah, he was. Um, That's the first. I've um, had some scary run-ins with a bull before. Never had a scary run-in with a cow. Or, I mean, see, a horse. Okay. What was it? <laughs> it's a horse. Goat. You see a, a goat. <laughs> you can crawl up on top of it. The, uh, you run into a lot of different animals when you're out in the woods and you're out trying to hunt. Mm-hmm. But I've never had a horse be like the the dangerous person in the blind, the duck yeah. blind. That's not one that usually happens. I've had some cows. We had cows, plenty of cows come up and yeah. try to message you mess, but never a horse. Most of the time, those are just, they kind of like graze towards you and they're just curious. And they're hey, staring what's going at you. on over here? I feel like they're um, judging you. Just. But I did have that, that one run in with a bull, which I shared when I was turkey hunting. That one, that's the scaredest I've ever been in my life hunting. <laughs> but um, that horse, I was just like, if he charges us, like, I don't even, what do you do? Jump in the water? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you ain't going to outrun him. No. I ain't going to outrun anything. <laughs> I guess you just uh, try not to be the first one here. Uh, you just got to outrun all the other people. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to worry about. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we got to hunt that cool little small pond, and um, he had said that there had been some geese on it. It was like 50 or so that had been using it, and uh, he said that there was a few – mallards on there a few mergansers on there which i was excited about the mallards they didn't show <laughs> i think we had like what we saw a couple two or three over. that flew right over us but they didn't even give us the time of day they mm. were just like they knew where they were going they knew about that horse yeah <laughs> <clears throat> yeah but 
we got to kill some bonus mergs. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> been able to call mergansers the bonus bonus bird. <laughs> but uh, that was cool. The first group of geese. Now talking about that, how they kind of worried us. Like we're sitting there, right? And we'd already shot the mergansers that came in. We're just chilling. I think what's cool about that is it kind of knocks that edge off, like kind of we got the horse away, got the horse away, <laughs> and you know, kind of got to pull the trigger, knock that little that first morning jitters off or whatever. Well, then we finally hear geese. Yep, they're coming. Yep, we hear them. You could hear them plain as day. They're coming, and then they stop. And then you could just hear them, and and they were loud. They were very vocal, but we couldn't see them yet. But you could tell where they were coming from. You could tell they're coming towards us. They're getting louder, and then all of a sudden, just. Like they hit, like landed somewhere. Dead silent. And I mean, and you know, anybody that's, everybody's heard geese fly. Like when they're very vocal, you know, it's just, blah, 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 blah. you know, they're just, they're very vocal. And then all of a sudden you hear nothing. And then we're like, did they just land? And then you just hear this one solo just going, gloop, gloop, gloop. The screams they landed. And I was just like, they just freaking landed. You know, like kind of, mm-hmm. they'll be real loud and you they'll land, one. and then you might just have that one that's just kind of gloop, gloop. I was like slapping his cheeks. They just landed <laughs> somewhere right over that little hill over that way, where we like right before we could see them. They like I knew it for sure. Like they're on the ground, and they might have. They didn't stay and long then enough. you know, at that point, everybody's just kind of like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like I mean, even even Noah was saying that he was like. You got to be kidding me. Like, everybody just knew that's just what happened. And, like, we're just sitting there kind of looking around like, crap. All right. And, uh, and you know, I was just sitting there thinking, I'm like, golly, it's over before it even started. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was like, nope, there they are. And then you could see them, but they weren't even, I don't know, it's the weirdest thing. I, I can't they weren't say as that, vocal the second trip like you could the second time around. Right. Even, yeah, when, once we actually put eyes on them, you I don't remember if they were making any noise. If they were, it wasn't much. They were probably all mad at Jerry that was slapping his cheeks because he's like, you took us at a wrong place. <laughs> that's probably what it was. That's, but what, it's that's just, my theory. It, it's one of them. I, I, I can't think of another instance that we've ran into that was like that, where they're just super vocal, and then all of a sudden you don't hear them at all, and then all of a sudden they just show, like, I, I don't know what happened. Well, we couldn't it's, see them. There was a tree line right there, too. So, I mean, I don't. Right, I don't know that they didn't. I mean, they might have hit a field or something, or I mean, but I mean, I mean it that was only year, like sure water, a, water. It might have been a sixty-second pause there, yeah. where just from the time that we were hearing them a bunch to all of a sudden we didn't hear anything except for that one that was just randomly clucking, and then all of a sudden we saw them. I mean, it was probably maybe one minute, but it seemed like forever. Yeah. Um, but that's still a long time for you can hear them coming, you can hear them coming, you can hear them coming, all of a sudden nothing. And then they just pop up. And then a minute goes by, and then all of a sudden, boom, there they are. But it's just, I don't know, It's it was just a very odd thing. Had me, had everybody worried. <laughs> um, they ended up coming, topping the trees right where we were hoping that they were going to. Locked up, pretty as could be. I don't know, what was that first group? Maybe 15, 20, yeah, maybe something like that. 20 maybe. Um, thought they were going to do us do it just as perfect as they could be. They ended up kind of sliding to our left at the last second, um, but we were still able to. We knocked a good bit out of that group. And uh, was it the first group or the second group that we got to shoot at again? I think it was that group, the first group, wasn't it? Mm, maybe you're asking the wrong. I'm I think right. so. 
anyways, <clears throat> they kind of swung left. They wanted to be in there. Yeah, yeah. They swung left, and then and then we shot at them. I don't I don't know how many we killed right off that. Anyways, got them to circle again, cleaned them up again, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me! This is <laughs> this this is great here." Um, but um, yeah, they they I mean they they kept even though even when y'all each time out, they came back birds. around, they kept getting higher and higher. But they'd like kind of go away and then they'd come back, just like you know, want to be in. There. They wanted to be there, but uh, they just I mean, out of them fifteen, I bet we killed at least ten out of them fifteen, yeah, like. It may be if it was twenty, we killed fifteen out of twenty. Like we killed a, we we decimated that group, <laughs> and uh, then only ended up having one more group show up. But I mean, so we only had two groups total, and still ended up killing. I think twenty three is what we ended up yeah. with, which is great for just two groups. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was one of them prime example of that small X. They wanted to be there. You didn't have to work that hard for it other than be ready, mm-hmm. you know. Um they both groups did end up sliding on us at the last second. I don't know if I can't really say that was a decoy thing because we had everything just kind of strung right on the bank. There was mm-hmm. really no like we weren't really setting up a pocket. It was kind of all left open for them. So I don't know why they were favoring that side. The only thing that I could think of possibly is that uh the blind was like super close to yeah, the edge, and maybe they feet off the water. maybe they just I don't exactly want to land right on that mm-hmm. bush, you know. Maybe that was it, um, because we were like right on. I mean, I bet it wasn't two foot off the water, three foot off the water. So that's the only thing I could think of. Which I mean, it didn't hurt us. It just wasn't perfect, perfect. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, it worked. They, they still <laughs> finished close enough to where we got some. We had some really good shooting. They finished close enough. I had the wrong lens on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a little tough, but uh, nah, it was it was good to. For one, I got to go hunting with you, man. Yeah, I was just I just tickled <laughs> that there, uh, you. you finally got to finally got to go hunting, and it was water. I haven't got to hunt water in a long time. Yeah. So, buddy, uh, what's your thoughts on their? Uh, we're going into what's your thoughts here. What uh, <laughs> they had the cross braces on their blinds. Did you like the cross braces? I mean, like I didn't. Braces? I didn't hate them, but I really don't. I don't really understand. And I even asked them because they're running running stabilizers stabilizers like we are on the panel blinds, but they're still running the cross braces. And I asked them what was the point of why why you're running both. And he said it's just extra support, just to where they're not. Because even with ours, you can sometimes, you know, they might get a little wanky. Well, they'll kind of want to fall in, especially if like we brush really hard. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times they'll have a tendency to kind of want to like lean in or whatever so i can kind of see that extra support being there they weren't they were they were great for a lot of reasons um the only downside i think is i don't think you were like from the end of the blind you didn't have one between you and the end did you no so i, I was so to me right it didn't the, matter yeah, to i was me sitting at right all. on the other side of one so i was kind of trapped in there um it was not super hard to get in and out but it did You'd have to kind of duck under it, not yeah. hit it. I mean, that would be the thing that I don't like about it is it just makes it a little more pain in the butt getting it in and out. But The stability and being able to but have a nice little armrest. Well, and that, <laughs> and you think about typically, now, when you're getting out to get up birds, at the most, you got what? Your two guys on this Couple end, your guys. two guys on that end. Those guys aren't affected by those cross braces anyways. Nah. So really, because that was my thoughts, is like trying to hurry up and get in and out, mm-hmm. they'd be a pain in the butt. But technically the guys that are the hurry in the get in and out aren't 
trap affected by, by them anyway. So, but the stabilizers yeah. are definitely the trick. Yeah, they're 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 a little bit of a pain sometimes when it's trying to set them up or trying to store them. But uh, I I don't know that we would go back to not using those. No, like, I, I know I would even in like we no cuss wind. them we cuss them a lot because but once they're there's, up, there's no great way to store them in the trailer because I just my thing is is. I don't. You can tear them down and fold them up, put them up against the wall to where they literally take up no room. But then it's you're just adding that much more work, and that's my thing. Is is like we wanted to add them to make the blind situation better, but without making more work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with tearing them down, you're making a lot more work. Um, so they, if you don't tear them down, they do. They're not. They're just odd shapes. So they yeah, take they're up just kind of awkward. They take up a lot of room. Um, but I, even that would no be wind, the that would be the thing that I that I don't like about them the most. And then just like setting them up, setting them up's not a big deal as long as you got the guys to do it. Like I've set them up by myself. It is possible. You got to stand on the middle, and but hold it, it is up. a pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> like um, you really need like three guys. You're gonna have to have a guy that's holding it, and then your two guys. I mean, you can really do it with two guys, but you know if you got three guys, two of the guys carrying the blind, yeah. and then the guy holding the stabilizer. But you need a minimum of two. That's probably why I didn't mind the cross brace so much because it's like if you add the cross brace and you add in the legs from the panels, mm-hmm. then it'd been like an obstacle course. I, I even in no yeah. win, I don't think I would go back to using the legs. Yeah, the the kickstands just yeah. Just I never pain. was a fan from day one of those things. Yeah, I mean they because there's a lot of variables that I guess you don't really think about when you're ordering. It's like somebody new that might be buying one. Yeah, is okay. Well, how hard is the ground you were trying to get it in? Right. Um. You know, a little bit of softer ground actually works better, in my opinion, than yeah. something super hard. Um, but for one, you ha- if you want to use the windows, most of the time they're set up in the windows. Yeah. So you have to slide it off to one side or not, and you can move them wherever you want. But they're kind of designed to. But be But the right pain there in the, the butt window. about moving them is, is you have to move them back. Then you got to put them back to close them because they have that little dimple Notch. where they're yeah. made to store. So they're kind of like they're not in the best of spots. Two whenever especially if you got a hard lean going you usually got them things kicked out pretty far now you've created an obstacle course in the blind yeah and i'll tell you just the one thing i've noticed the most about it not so much getting in and out you think that'd be the biggest thing but storing birds yeah like being able to not have any obstacle because you know if the blind's got a heavy lean to it there's a lot of like foot space down there that ain't getting used maybe there's a bucket or something yeah but it just gives you that whole open area to just chunk birds mm-hmm. and we did a lot of chunking of birds yeah not being able to get past a little crossbar no oh yeah because before here, it was here, just here, like here. you got to be careful you can't just go slinging stuff because you yeah. take out the kickstand here comes the blind, blind yeah yeah it's just the and, and i'll tell you something else that um like Jake and his crew does in New York, they don't run stabilizers, but they run those cross beams. They run them without the kickstands, just the cross beams. I mean, yeah, I guess that would still do the. It'd still do it. Do the same. It thing. would be the the kind of thing of you're gonna have to have a couple guys to kind of hold it and get it set up. But once it's set up, I, I could. I wonder how that works in a wind situation. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we. Even I'd have to ask him. I I know that that they did that this year because I remember when he ordered some, uh, but um. I haven't really talked to him to <laughs> see what his thoughts were on that. On, on were they happy with that running it like that or, or or not? But it did come in handy for the doors, like the layover when you mm-hmm. got two sets. Um, usually we have like a little bungee. We tie I think the doors I think up. Noah did say that too that they 
try to put them right there in them doors. So. You know, the top of that door still got a couple of inches of flat space on top of it. Yeah. And that was like a perfect little spot to keep the doors nice and tight. So it did. Because a lot of times that's the mo- the the hardest part is button panels together with keeping the doors open, but making it seamless. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, w- what we usually do is we take them little bungee straps. It was like just the loop with the ball and we kind of run it through the windows and stuff. And that works great at the top. The bottom's still a little wanky usually, <laughs> but usually it's like throw your blind bag up against it or something yeah. like that. And it's fine. I don't know. I, I know we had talked about a while back trying to try those things out. I'm, I'm actually, I wouldn't mind having a couple of them. Yeah. And I mean, they're cheap. They don't, those yeah. things don't cost. Well, money. that and just, I mean, maybe you find more uses if you have them all the time. Yeah. I would be curious to see how they run without the stabilizers. Cause then it could be one of them things of, well, if you, if they work good without just on their own mm. and it's not going to be windy, would it be worth doing that instead? Then you don't have to fiddle with it. Like I'd be curious to try. Them yeah, out I mean, the blind see. itself, I mean, granted it, we do brush pretty heavy, but the blind itself, you know, you bring the doors back, it'll stand on its own long enough for you to get probably set up and use just that. Yeah. But depending on how heavy it's brushed. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I've even we've even had it before where the kickstands ain't even gonna do it. Like you, we run them backs real tall, mm-hmm. and they get so top heavy. Well, see, that was my other thing about using those cross braces. Like you're adding kind of a roof to it to the point where you could almost utilize that to help brush overhead mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah, you could even lay it right lay over the top, on top of, that. of it. So I don't know. It'd be worth giving it a shot. I, that was the first time I think that I've been in a blind that had them. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Jake and them had them when we were up there. No, no, because he had. They had just ordered them this past summer, um, so they used them this year. But we weren't, yeah, we weren't there. And even when, um, even when I ran up there for the weekend with them, we didn't use the panels that weekend. So I, I didn't even get to mess with them. So the, yeah, that was the first hunt that I'd actually been on with Noah. Well, we ain't been in the layout using. all year long, but I have a feeling it's about to happen. Once, did we? We had a layouts once. Yeah, was I with you? I believe so. Where was that? This? Was our second hunt of the year? Second hunt of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't remember hunting out of that. <laughs> we did. Okay. Well, either way. We hunted a cornfield. Well, we about to be in some it was, layouts. It was opening weekend. My brain. It was I like the, the only halfway decent hunt we had in September. You know how your computer's out of memory? Yeah. My, my brain. <laughs> out of storage. Out of storage. <laughs> I think. Maybe that just means you're real smart sure <laughs> yes you hear that tell my wife that <laughs> you're uh you're um your write speed is working but your read, <laughs> read speed, speed ain't working. <laughs> is, is bogged down bogged down it's <laughs> I, I think i told you this before this is way off topic but i gotta throw it out there it's cameraman joke no this is this is going into like story of my wife i'm saying we're the only ones that laugh about read speed um so I, i've got a habit now like if I'm if I'm telling my wife something and she's like we argue or debate about something, and then if she ever says, "Oh man, you're right," then you know you're dreaming. Well, no, <laughs> she messed up because I've got I've, I did it on accident. But now every time she says that, "Oh, you're right," I said, "I'm always right. You just ain't learned it yet, or you ain't figured it out yet." Yeah. Well, I caught myself probably I don't know a couple months ago. She said that again, and I said, "She said you're right," and I said, "I'm always right," and she like finished it for me. I was like, see, you know that saying. How many times have you heard me say that? She goes, all the time. I was like, what does that tell you? <laughs> all the time, you've told me I'm right. 
So I've, I've, I've built my own argument there. Oh, I'm kind of liking it. You need to work on it. It's little small things, man. Small yeah. things. Small victories. I'm still not convinced that your wife is a human. I think she's a <laughs> robot that you made up here. Well, she's building a human. <laughs> So, and props to you for figuring that out. <laughs> Not that part, but that you got your robot to make a robot. But um, anyway, sorry, way off topic. I just, I just do that. She's going to hate me. She's, she's going to listen to this and be like, you're an idiot. Oh, man. But back to hunting. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that's how our weekend went last weekend, which was, it was a good time. And guess what? What? I'm on call this weekend. You're on call this weekend? Shocker. I figures. I went, um, me and me and old Dirty D went scouting yesterday. Yeah, how did that Trying go? to um, figure out something for the weekend. Um, it actually went surprisingly well. Um, except, any of, any of you that uh, is a, a faithful listener that's listened to each episode, the last episode that we did on What's Your Thoughts, we talked about Don't Be That Guy. Uh-uh. And I was that guy yesterday. What'd you do? <laughs> um i was late oh <laughs> and we just did an episode uh-huh. about my number one number one <laughs> thing and you were even like yeah that's your biggest pet peeve you hate it. i said don't be late value people's time yada yada and you left and, then, you waiting on and you. then i was like in my defense it wasn't my fault it's not that i wasn't up it's not that i wasn't ready my wife overslept she takes the boys in the morning and so she gets up and oh, you're you better hope to God she's not listening to this because you just threw it on her. Oh no, yeah, I'll throw her under the bus because I know she ain't listening. <laughs> and if she does, she'll let me know. <laughs> um, but no, it was she was running a little bit behind. Me being the great husband that I am, <laughs> decided instead of just running out the door, gotta go. I'll help her get the boys ready and help her get on the way because she was, you know, it was a stressful morning. She's trying to get her ready and get two boys ready and get the lunches packed and all yada yada. Like, she has a lot to do in the mornings, and when I'm scouting or hunting, usually I'm gone before she's even up. So I was well, that, just like, if, if it's that stressful in the morning and she knows you're out chasing birds, yeah, it, don't it will not go well. Right, right. Home. And I do that all the time. <laughs> and so it's like, well, here's a case where I didn't have to leave super early. Um, and so I was there while she was up doing that, and I, I just text Devin. I was like, hey, man, I was like, I'm going to be a few minutes late. I got to I gotta get these boys ready to go. So it was like one of them. I didn't screw up and be late, but I was late. It would have been, like, been awesome I if, even it, if Devin would have looked at you and said, don't be that guy. Well, I had texted him. I said, hey, man, sorry, I'm going to be a few minutes late. This is what's going on. I was like, don't listen to our most recent episode. <laughs> He's like, I'm listening to it now. And I just did the, the hand on the forehead emoji. And uh, so, yeah, I um, I got to taste of my own medicine there. I, I guess I, I got to do better at practicing what I preach. I'm just, I'm never the guy that's late. But and it's in your defense, we did say some of those things do happen occasionally. That's true. And it was just horrible timing. It's like, <laughs> we right after. just did that. Like that episode dropped. It hasn't even dropped yet. Well, if you're listening to this, it has. Yes. But at that point, it hadn't. Yeah, it had, because he listened to it. Has it dropped? I'm so confused. What's today? (laughs) (laughs) Not a right speed. (laughs) Buffering. (laughs) Today is Wednesday, so it dropped yesterday, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it dropped yesterday. Yeah, it did drop yesterday. Yeah, okay. So it dropped the morning of the day that that I was late. Yeah. So the day that you preached it it was the day you messed it up. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) 
Whew, that seems that's a lot. It took a lot of work. But um, yeah, we had a <coughs> we had a we had a pretty good scout. Did you find ducks, geese, geese, both? geese? Yeah, good bit. Uh, well, I say good bit, not not a ton, but more than I was expecting to see. Um, you think it's worth uh, holding on to it until Monday so I can go? Sure. Yeah. Monday's Monday a holiday, so. Oh, it's the king, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. the thing is, is I, we got to get back down there and look at it again. Yeah. Because uh, when we saw them, uh, when we found them, they were obviously already there. We didn't get out there till Because of Garrett. till I don't know. It was a little bit after uh sunrise but um so i really want to go back there and verify like when i when we saw them it was eight o'clock so it's like were they on the roost or did they already come there like i I don't know that for a fact it was kind of like right there in that middle of did they just sleep in a little bit and that was still their roost or did they actually go there this morning i i really don't know did you see any ducks at all uh few not dirty mergs not that great um some buffalo snatches (laughs) (laughs) um probably some mergs i don't know but either way um but it it got me thinking about something that i don't think that we've really talked about that much um with uh with with the podcast as much as as scouting i know we talked about some scouting some but i don't think we've really hit on on um what we call cyber scouting or like on x kind of deal um we used the crap out on it, and I I just thought, you know, that might be something that some people might overlook. That um, before we ever even jump in the truck and go look at stuff, my kind of pre scout, cyber scout, or whatever is, you know, actually looking at maps and kind of figuring out. You you can get a lot of scouting done just looking at your map, sitting right there on your computer or on your phone, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what you do or what I do. When it comes to stuff like that, I know me and you've sat here on a computer and done it together and just oh, yeah. um, ways that cyber scouting, for one, can be beneficial. And then, two, just how Onyx in general can be a f- uh, official, beneficial. beneficial. <laughs> I think I think that that actually changes a little bit from ducks to geese, though. Yeah, for um, sure. I mean, I remember back in the day, I used to hunt with Alvin's a lot and. It seemed like every time me and him got together, there was a map pulled up, and then yeah. we were constantly looking at points, looking at because you can look in most of those maps, and you can kind of tell what water looks shallow, what water looks deep, right? Um, looking at like say like we're talking about waterways and marsh hunting, like looking at different points that are going to stick out to where you know if if a lot of birds are known to be in this area, and there's kind of a flight line, what's a good point that's going to get us out underneath that or you know, and then we look at the point and say, okay, well, you can kind of see the sand underneath. Like, that's that looks pretty shallow. Right. I don't want to hunt in 12-foot deep water. Um, but then you change the game over to, like, geese, and I feel like, you know, geese roost in water, right? Yeah. So we usually start at a point, like, where's a good spot that looks like a good roost? Is there agriculture around it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's a matter of finding out what that agriculture is, which Onyx has got to where they – we we tried using that a little bit, the whole marking it for corn, beans, whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't know that I really do it anymore, no. but it was a good thought process, I guess. Once you get so many pins, it just it turns into yeah. way too much stuff to you keep You can't even with. see the road names on our Onyx no more. It's <laughs> just it's like bad. it's covered. It's bad. What we, what, do we, what do we say one time? We were, I think we cover eight counties. That, I think that, it's eight counties. 
that at some point in one another. Yeah, yeah. we got pins in eight counties. Um, but no, nah, it, it was a good thought process, I guess. And there's probably other aspects of Onyx that we haven't learned how to use yet. I'm, to do oh, dude, there, there's definitely features that we don't use, and they're always coming out with new stuff. I just, I guess my main thing is like if you're if you kind of got a general area or like if you're going to go scouting instead of just being like, I'm going to go here. <laughs> like there's, there's a little bit of homework that you can do yeah. before you actually get in the car, or get in the truck, whatever. Um, and that's what, that's just kind of a thing that I was like, you know, I don't know that we've really talked about that that much, but just kind of like how we go into doing that. Um, ducks and geese, you know, is, is that kind of stuff. Look at your maps, you know, if you kind of, like you said about finding roost or like finding water, with, finding food source with the geese this time of year around here. Like we very rarely, if any find fields. geese really feeding in fields. So water like, I kind of know that's off. So right now it's just like, well, if I do know where a roost is or where, where they could be or whatever, the general area, then I'm just like, all right, well I need to check all these ponds within, you know, a four or five mile radius of this roost, you know, like that just kind of lets me know they're probably going to be in one of that, like, you know, and that's like stuff that I can look at mm. before I even go. And that just kind of already gives you an idea. Well, that and like, think about like driving down the road, whether it's you're scouting or going to work or whatever it is, when you see geese in the air, that gives you a decent amount of information. Not a lot. Um, some of our guys who will pin the road they were on and say, I saw geese right here. Well, that doesn't really tell me much, but <laughs> right. it at least give you an idea. Like, say you're on the way to work or you're going to a call or whatever, and you see birds flying over. It might only be like a five-pack of geese, but, okay, well, i seen them here. Then you pull up all next, and you're looking like, is there a water source? Is there a food source? Is there something, the direction they were coming from? That might be something to go investigate later. Yeah. You know, kind of like, let's well, Yeah, like if you saw some cross a road, and then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pin right where I saw them at the time. And then when I get when I get stopped or sometime, I might look and say, okay, they were heading in this direction. There's only one body of water mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. There's a good chance that might have been where, Worth especially if it's like, oh, they were crossing the road cupped up. Cupped up. Like yeah. they were about to hit something. Oh, look, there's only one pond right there probably where Good they went like point, you yeah. know like that's that's what i mean by the whole you can do a lot of scouting right there on your phone or on your computer with before not saying that you ain't gonna have to put in the drive time you oh, are you going to drive but there's definitely homework that you can do before just hopping in and flying blind we've done a lot of reverse scouting too and what i mean by that is like so you go out say you had that spot you saw birds fly over you got a pond okay i'm gonna go sit on that in the morning and see if they hit it yeah. Well, by the time you see birds or don't see birds, whatever it may be, it's eight nine thirty, and now it's like, well, I don't want to waste the rest of the morning. I'm gonna go ride around. You find birds on a pond somewhere else or on a field somewhere else. The homework ain't done just because I see birds in a field. Don't mean that it's done. Right. Now I want to know. All right. Well, there's the feed for now. Where's the roost? Because the feed might change in a week or yeah. it might change in two days. It might change tomorrow. Right. So I feel like we've done a lot of reverse scouting where we've been riding around and we've we've found a feed. But we don't just call it. We're not just like, oh, found birds, let's go hunt them. No, we, we kind of, all right, well, where'd they come from? How many groups? All this other stuff. So now it's like, I've seen birds in this field today. Tomorrow, somebody needs to sit there and watch which way they came from. Yeah. And then you're backtracking, okay? They came from the south. Okay. Now let's look at the map. Let's find a water source south. There's five of them. Now I got to go figure out which one was the roost. Yeah. So now I got to go in the evening. Or sitting in it on the evening and try to try follow Try to figure out where the they roost. go. So I'm saying, so there's a lot like a, a backtrack. And the, and the reason we do that is. Feeds change. Is feeds change. And, or say you got, say it's, 
you know, early season where we got, you know, good numbers of birds where, you know, you might be hunting, you know, a couple hundred birds and say you do get that feed and you hunt them. Well, now obviously they're not going to go there the next day. But say there was 200 birds and you killed 20 of them or whatever. Well, there's still a lot of that birds there to hunt. That roost is probably still the same. That right? roost is probably still the same. If you know where that roost, but if you didn't know where that roost is, you hunted that feed. Well, now all of a sudden you You're have out. no idea where the birds are. But if you already knew where that roost was and you could hunt that field, well, now you can pick back up and go back to that roost again the next day or however many days. And well, now let's see where they're going. It just gives you opportunity to get on those birds more than once and i think that's a good tip if you will for something you want to do like some tips is don't just see birds in a field let's let's plan that's my hunt because how many times have we been to where we found birds on a feed and like okay i'm gonna go watch them the next morning and they never show like they change feeds you might have saw 20 birds especially early season you might have saw 20 birds in that field but what you don't know is three days ago there was a hundred birds in that field yeah, the, like you the, might have found feed that feed changing. as it was changing. Yeah, and that's I, a good point. I think there is a lot of people that probably do that. That just you know, because it does it, it does suck sometimes when you have to drive every single day, all day. It seems like trying to find them, but if you if you stop at just the first little hint you get, then you're 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 only setting yourself up for maybe one little hunt. Versus right, do all the homework, find the roost, find the feed, find the loaf, find the flight plan, flight flight lines doing things like that now i might have created six hunts right and around and and, you know and that and that could change depending on where you're at we're we're speaking about here where we're not dealing with many migratory geese we're talking about you know local birds where it's like okay well this one town's got 200 300 birds in this one little area i don't want to just hunt them once because i might have to hunt them two three times like so the more information you can have the better this is not like migrator field to where they're there today you better hunt them tomorrow because then they're going to be gone like in that case but talking to like jake and them who actually get a chance to to hunt a lot of migratory birds i think that their big thing is flight lines right you know because they they run a lot of traffic they run a lot of traffic and just knowing okay this is a flight line if i can get near that and find out where that feed is then i have a you're doing more than just there's birds let's go hunt yeah and i think that's a a misconception sometimes that because then you know people especially people that don't hunt like people I work with, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. You know, I've been up since 4 a.m. riding around, blah, blah. Well, are you doing that for? Trying to find geese. That's crazy, man. I'm like, well, <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> but it's, it's, if I just went out and found birds in a field and then you waited, worst thing we ever do, let's hold that till Saturday. Yeah. That works all the time, right? Um, Didn't you just ask me to hold something <laughs> till Monday? That's because I can't go. I got to work. <laughs> but, you can still go look. I mean, if did you find a roost? Find well, a right roost. now it's not ready. Anyways, do, yeah, do the homework so. and see if we can track them down. But no, I mean, it's just I, I do know a lot of people that scout that you know they're riding and they're looking in fields and they're trying to find birds. But it's like just just because you found even if you found a big feed, there's no reason to stop there. I yeah. think there's there's a lot more homework that can be done that could might you might not only set you up for this Saturday but next Saturday if you actually have a lot of homework and you've local you know tracked down what these birds are doing and they change it's a wild animal there's it's there's a you got to find there's a fine line that you got to to ride on of the not rushing it and Mm -hmm. getting enough information that you need but then not dragging it out too long and then you waited too long like so it's the whole don't be in a hurry 
but don't drag don't your drag. feet. <laughs> but see, that's also the thing too with like, especially like September when crops are getting cut. Like finding birds in a field of that's not even finished being cut yet, I love. Yeah. That'd be great, you know. But you got to say you got a cornfield that's it's already mowed down. They're in it, and you and you just drive by and see them there. You have no clue how long they've been there, right? But you find one that's only a third of the way mowed, and they've already lit into it, right? Okay, there, there's they're probably going to be here because he's probably coming back to mow in the next day or two. There's going to be a whole lot more, you know, fresh cut corn. That's probably something to look at. And I think we've talked about it before, like being able to find that field that's still got standing corn. And like, okay, well, that's there's a good possibility that's still going to be a feed for yeah. a, f- a few more days um, versus one that's just already mowed down. Yeah. Um, now with sod, I couldn't tell you nothing about this. It just, nah. just don't even try it. It's sod's one of those. It's they're they going to be there. They ain't. Your yeah. wife was right on that one. You got to give her credit <laughs> for that one. But for the whole corn aspect, I th- like I said, there's, there's small things that I think people don't understand what we – are processing when we are scouting it's not just let me ride around see birds let's go hunt them yeah there's a lot of like notes there's a lot of this is what they were doing i feel like there's a lot more homework that goes into the geese side of things than it does with the ducks because i can't say that we do near as much studying when it comes to the ducks like the ducks kind of like obviously you want to find that x Mm. um if you can figure out where they're coming from, great. But I don't know that we really usually put a lot of study into well, where were. But they I think you them. can. I think it's just we don't want to. We don't want to give up our goose scout time to duck scout sometimes. Yeah. Like if I had somebody duck scout and somebody goose scout, there there is a lot of homework to do with ducks. Yeah. I think. Oh, if we put as much homework in, we don't ducks have a we, we do. don't have a boat for one. Yeah. And then two, it's just like I said, it's like, hmm, I can go out here and try to figure out where these five mergansers went. Or I can go try to figure out where those hundred geese went. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have time to do both. And if I'm obviously going to choose the one I want, but I mean, there, I think there is homework to do. And I think a lot of that goes. I just meant for somebody who's, we're we're speaking on the, this scouting topic, somebody, maybe not as many people are goose Goose hunters. So like on a duck, a duck hunting side of things, I would say our process might be a little different. On the fact of, I think then we just more or less are focused on finding that X. finding that X. Yeah, and um, well, the ducks are a little different too. They, it, uh, you know, I think our ducks are way more migratory than our geese are. So mm. that roost might not be near as consistent as like our goose roost would be. And I feel just, like I play the weather game more with ducks than I do with geese too. Yeah, like geese, and then a lot of times like most. Most of the time we're hunting geese, it's private versus most of the time we're hunting ducks, it's public. public. And it's kind of like, when you find it, you better hunt it. Yeah. Like, because if you don't, somebody else is going to. Like, so it's definitely a lot more of a rushed game when it comes to the ducks, especially if you find something good around here. You better go do it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even matter if season's in. You better go do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like a, like in Pamlico. We talked about hunting Pamlico. Like, okay, so the impoundments in Pamlico are open two days a week, mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Saturdays. Right. Most the mindset of some people is like, well, I don't want to go and there's people in hunting the impoundments because they're going to kill all the birds and I'm not. I do. I want to go when there's actually people hunting that so that the birds are moving constantly. And I feel like we that's not something we really play a game with on geese is like let's hunt around other people. But for ducks, I would I would prefer there to be somebody hunting over a nine impoundment, somebody hunting on that just point, keep them moving. just to keep birds up and moving. So yeah. This episode is brought to you by Odie Sporting LLC, the creators of the Triptych, the original bird hunter's multi-tool with features for both waterfowl and upland hunters. 
We encourage you to go check out the product at www.thetriptick.com and make sure to use promo code TEAM910 for 20% off your purchase. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different variables that go into it. And I think that I wish that we did have the opportunity to, to scout ducks a little more than we do just because, especially the weather game, like I said. I mean, here, think about like the Pamela trip I just took. That yeah. was a lot of birds, but it was because of that weather. Yeah. I mean, it was cold as mess. And uh, I think that's uh, a the, game that I we think have to the, play. the ducks are way more weather dependency yeah. for sure. <laughs> Around here, anyways. Yeah. Um, and it might be, and for somebody that's listening in a different flyway, it could be a whole other ball game, you know. Yeah. But for local guys or what we're trying to do, I feel like I I'm not going to be like when we're goose hunting, we look at the weather for the purpose of the wind direction and the speed of the wind. Yeah, that's pretty much about. Sometimes you know if it's going to be foggy stuff like that, we look in. We do look into some of it, but for ducks, like when it's seventy five degrees outside, there's no wind. It's bright bluebird day. I just don't really want to go sit on the marsh. No. I just don't. Um, I have learned, especially with uh, salt winds. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Who'd have thought that would have been like a banger when we were hunting in a hurricane? For sure. But if you look at the aftermath, though, it's like, well, we were hunting a pocket. Like looking at one of them days, it would be like, that's one of them. It's almost too nasty to go. Yeah. (laughs) But – it benefited us because we were hunting a pocket. They wanted out of that wind just like we did. Yeah. So I think there's there's a lot of variables that people don't just you don't just go out see birds and go hunt. Yeah. And I mean. Oh, absolutely. Stress that enough, but. So one of, one one thing that I wanted to try to do is um trying to think of like some new segments we can do or whatever. And I know like we started the what's your thoughts thing, and that's kind of just like a, a a quick like ten minute topic thing. We pick a topic, kind of think about it. Where what I wanted. Uh, a new thing that I wanted to start here, and um, I don't even know. I I just kind of fake named it on um, kind of a play off of TikTok, but uh, a nine one a nine one zero tip talk tip talk tip talk tip talk. Um, and basically, just um, thinking of different things that me or you, or if we have a guest with us, um, trying to think of a tip or a trick. Or just something, I, I kind of think of something like out of the box, like besides the obvious, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say um, tip of the week is clean your gun. <laughs> you should know to clean your gun. Like, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I'll go first to kind of give you that idea. Okay. And um, hit me, Goose. And then see, see, see whatever. Um, so my 910 tip talk tip of talk. the week is um, a little homemade gun hanger that I do. So for a little bit of backstory, if you're hunting a swamp, if you're hunting a timber or whatever, where you're going to be hanging your gun on a tree, um, I hate using gun slings mm-hmm. or straps or whatever you want to call them. Like, I just hate them. To me, they swing all in the way. They get caught on stuff. I just, I don't like them. So what I do is, now I don't know that all guns um, come with these, but the retails that we shoot come with these, and I'm sure you can buy these or whatever, but they come with the little swivels that you put on your gun to put a strap on it. Yeah, the swivel mount for your... Um, so they the retailers come with a swivel mount. Well, what I do is instead of running a strap, I just put one of them swivel mounts on the the end cap of my gun, and then the strap that I use is a tangle-free timber strap or whatever 
and it's just got the little hook. Well, that swivel mount will hook right on it. So mm-hmm. I can still hang my gun on a tree without having to run an actual full-fledged sling. Somebody we hunted with had something similar to that. I can't remember who it was, but I think it was like G2. a little, was a little homemade. He's got a little paracord, little paracord one. one that's got a hook on it. That's a super sweet idea. Yeah. Just have it. It's, it's not the same, in the way. Same concept as, as just, what yeah. I'm doing, but yeah. Extendo version. I, and I'm pretty sure Wes at VPC makes those. He probably yeah. got it made from him. That'd be a little sweet little thing to have. Um, But yeah, that's just... um. That's kind of like my little tip for somebody that don't like to run a, a sling, but you need to hang your gun. Is you can use those little swivel things. Or See, I'm the sling just, guy. I, I run the sling in the water. Or if you don't even have one of them, I tell you what would still work is a freaking keychain. You can run a keychain through that little eyelet hole of your end cap. A heavy one. Well, yeah, yeah but nice I mean, one. but I'm just saying, like you could run a, a nice keychain through there and still be still able to hang it, it right on a hook. And that's just a way to hang your gun without running a, a sling. Dang, yours is way better than mine. well i don't know it's just something i just feel like if you really maybe not putting you on the spot like this but if you really think about it there's probably a ton of like just little quirky things little things that we've came up with not related to like a little quirky thing mine was a hunting related thing so i gotta think of something now well no you can give it to us (laughs) my my tip was don't educate birds that don't need to be educated and that was and what i mean is how many times have we been on a hunt where it's like bird you're not on x and birds are flying by, passing by, whatever. And I get it. You set up a lot of stuff. You took a lot of time, and you set everything up, and you want to hunt, and you want to kill something. But if you got a group that's passing by, and they're going somewhere else, the X is not there, is it really going to benefit you to take pop shots or sky bust and and maybe get one or two when you could say, we were in the wrong spot. Let's not – scare the crap out of them let's not educate too many birds let's just pull the cord start over and move and find that x yeah and i feel like sometimes that gets because you do put a lot of work in people i mean you go out there and you scout and you, you set up blinds you set up decoys and maybe you set up a ton of decoys but if if you're not on x is the is it really gonna you're not gonna sit there with my two birds we sky busted like yeah we had a good hunt no we got almost skunked because the birds went over here <laughs> When you could let's let's not just take pop shots. Let's let's stop calling, stop doing everything. If they are obviously just weird, completely off, don't even just don't ruin your next chance for a hunt. Yeah, because you might be able to hunt them over here. Knowing your limitations of a of a shot, but even 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 if you could hit them, say if they're sky high and you like you know you're a good shot and you could I could probably scratch out one or two of these. Is it really worth scratching out two of a forty pack? When well, I mean, no, not in a case like that. But I'm saying it, when you can pull a cord and say, let's move over or let's try to do something different. Yeah. I think that's that's something that gets lost because you put in that much work and you're like, I ain't going home without shooting this gun. Yeah. Sometimes it works, most of time it doesn't. But <laughs> I think that's a, a, a thing that people get lost in translation because they're like, man, I put all this work and I'm going to shoot this dumb bird. I don't care if they're hitting it or not. Yeah. When really you could, you might be able to set up a banger tomorrow or the next day or a couple of days later. If you just say we were off, yeah. let's, let's just, well, I think a lot of the times the, the reason those birds are sky high is because everybody in their mama's already sky busted at them. And yeah. that's why like, that's what I'm saying you're, you're educating birds that don't really, it's not beneficial to do it. Yeah. As much as you want to squeeze the trigger, I'd rather save it and let's go shoot the 12 shells tomorrow instead of the one shell I took at the bird that's right. laughing at me. Or it's like something that I don't think we necessarily get this a lot around here because 
let's be honest, we're not shooting <laughs> limits a lot around here. <laughs> but like, how many times have you seen a video or even on a hunt that we might have been out of town where it's like we only need one or two more birds mm-hmm. to finish off, and you got freaking a hundred birds circling over you. We're not going to shoot into mm-hmm. that group for that one more bird. No. Like, let them do their thing. We'll get a single to come in here yeah. and finish it off because there's no point in educating a hundred birds for, for getting one. that one more bird. And that's kind of the like, same thing as what I'm yeah. saying. Like, don't educate forty just to kill your one just because you yeah. had to squeeze the trigger before you Absolutely. went home. And I think that people do that a lot. Yeah, so. no, for sure. That's a good one. Not as cool as your little gun hanger. I like the little gun hanger. <laughs> well, you know. But I'm a strap guy, so that's something I won't use. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter to you, yeah. Well, something that I think we need to be better about, we're wrapping this up, but plugging our stuff. Plug, We've, plug, uh, plug. plug it in. Play it. <coughs> Play it. <laughs> We've, uh, We've really been trying to amp these up here lately with – with the the podcast and the videos and the freaking you know just daily posts and reels and pictures and featured videos like trying to pump out as much content as we can for some of you that might be just a listener of the podcast if you haven't already we got plenty of other things you could check out um what's some of them i feel like i always do this you always do this well i mean for one i know there's you look at the numbers for listening to podcast on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it may be. But we're also doing the video aspect of it now. So this is all on YouTube as well, which is a another great thing to you kind of see some of the emotions because I know me and you might have that silent dead moment, but it's usually because either we're laughing our butt off or making a gesture at each other and that gets lost. We're used to being in front of a camera. So right. there is that option to go on YouTube and not only while you're there, check out some of the podcast stuff, but some of the videos. Um I feel like social media is the world now. Everybody's on social media. Yeah. Um, but we do a lot of YouTube stuff, and we do, I mean, all of our videos are on YouTube. They're on our website. And just if you like it in the pictures and you like some of the, the reels that you're doing, maybe go check out YouTube because especially like Redemption, that is my favorite video. Yeah. That's 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 worth Which, watching. That's our most recent most video recent we video. just came out with. So that that's definitely worth the watch, I'm telling you. But check out videos on YouTube. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe. That stuff right there helps us keep track of it and what works, what doesn't. It also helps just kind of get the name out there. And I really want to expand YouTube. I, I feel like we, we've harped on Instagram and stuff like that. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Pretty much on every social TikTok. Now, uh, what is it? Tip tip talk. <laughs> tip talk. Tip talk. But uh, <laughs> it's hard. Go out there and check out the different ones. And some people might be, you know, I know people that all they do is TikTok. Like, they don't have an Instagram. But right. They are glued to TikTok. Um, but check it out. I feel them. like we try to hit a little bit of all A little of bit of all of them just to kind of expand. But check it out. Hit subscribe buttons, you know. Send us feedback. We're there, There's a lot of people on social media that you can message and they will not answer you. Oh, yeah. We are very interactive. We like to hear feedback. You know, especially, I mean, I look at the numbers. People listen to this mess. Well, some things or topics or ideas or maybe tips. Maybe people have their tips of what works better for something we don't even get a chance to do, like migratory birds or different flyways they have tips for. I'd love to hear it. I'll sit here and chat it up with you. So, Yeah, I mean, that's. I, I think that's definitely something that we want to do is trying to start making things more interactive. interactive. And not just with the podcast, but with – instagram or facebook or youtube or tiktok or tiktok or <laughs> <laughs> um just you know with with anything like a lot of times we're spinning our wheels trying to figure out what to talk about 
you know, let us know what you want, what you want us to talk about. You know, That's let right. us know what you'd like to see more of. You know, what kind of pictures do you like, videos do you like, what kind of topics do you want us to discuss, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. You know, that kind of deal. I don't know, man. Click the button. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. See you. Later.